one and we are recording episode 910 so close to 911 so close i did 420 on 420 last year and nice, i tried nice. to get 911 on 911 and I, it was just it was too close and i was like i got to you know the meme lore can only be so valuable before i put up shit episodes but joe dolio's been on here before ron moeller's been on here before clay martin's been on here before and as we just talked about, I'm sure Patriot Front's wa watching. So, uh, hey, faggots, email me back. And I know you guys want to come on. I'll do it. So with that, uh, with Patriot Front uh, wanting to come on here and with uh, Biden seemingly giving a strong uh, Reichsleiter speech, you know, short of Yaden Dasaina and Arbeit Machfrag, how fucked is everything? And uh, Ron, you've got seniority. So uh, why don't you give us the level of fucked from pretty fucked to apocalypse? Uh, well, we're... Uh not quite a, an apocalypse now, but it's, I guess what gets me is that most people, the majority of Americans, they're just walking around in a daze like everything's normal. It's, you know, ah, it's just politics as usual. No big deal. That's Washington. Nobody cares. It, it, you know, it's, it's, I, you know, either blissful ignorance or just, I, I'm not sure what. So, so let's, let's play devil's advocate then. Is any part of this, is any part of this politics as usual with just the twist of we are in a time never before in human history, specifically the last 200, I know I'll get to you, Clay, well, in the last 250 years that everyone has a phone that we can constantly be inundated with second by second update tweets? Or is that, is that coping? Is that me on the edge of the Titanic going like the band would still be playing music if everything was wrong? Like, and it's like, well, hey, fucking retard, that, that's why they're playing music. But Clay, you look like you're... <laughs> You look like you're tromping at the big clay. So what do you have to say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, politics is, it was politics is normal when, uh, you know, 300 years after the empire fell for, uh, for sure. Rome, too. So, you know, I kind of feel like maybe we're actually past that. We're in the loot phase uh, of the uh, of the uh, empire collapse, I think is the, uh, the right answer. But, uh, most importantly, your question with Patriot Front up front, did anybody <laughs> check the Inflation Reduction Act? Did they get more funding? Did Patriot Front? I think they got more yeah, I was about to say, I think they got 87,000 new agents. Yeah. <laughs> like a and I mean, look at all the nice shields they have. They're ready yeah. to roll. Their oh, stuff yeah. is really good. How long until a video comes out, a new, like, uh, it's going to be like, the, you know how there's like the Patriot front training videos? They're like, are we finished recording? We are. Say Kyle. And it's like, no one, not even, not even douchebag frat boys trying to be edgy say that. And, <laughs> and then you have all the IRS training videos or IRA, RA, I guess IRS under IRA. And it looks like the front of a, it looks like the front of like a modern history book, just inclusive, like a, like a, like a black guy in a wheelchair, like a fat Asian chick. And they're all holding pistols. You got to wonder how long until they start to get their wires crossed and get sloppy. And it starts being like a, starts being like an immigrant in a wheelchair with an IRS vest on. And goes, are we finished recording? Like, all right, sick Kyle. Right? They're going to start crossing What's funny wires. about that whole thing is when you look at the whole video, rather than the clip showed, like when they're reading the scenarios, like where they tackle this one guy and basically beat him to the ground. They're like, the scenario is this guy runs his own car business and he made a mistake on his tax form. And then they just literally beat him down at gunpoint. Like what? There, there was another one where they uh, they were going after a dude that they they said the scenario was he was a, a lawn guy he ran a lawn crew and he didn't yeah, show where yeah. he'd be able to pay for his trucks. You're like, are you insane, man? Like, come on! Jesus. What are you gonna get that guy with like a thousand bucks in taxes that he evaded? Come on, man! 
they're they're gonna slip up. They're gonna slip up when they're big. In this scenario, this field worker's left the plantation and it has the audacity to think he can go get his own job. <laughs> yeah, right. You have Here's Calvin the Candy. Funny thing about about the Patriot Front is um, the week before that speech is when all these leaked videos from Michigan, of course Michigan, right? Because they would have to make it Michigan. Right. Came out. Then his speech happened, and we did a we did a live stream. Uh, Ron and I, and I was like, listen, I'm gonna tell you by Saturday night. Patriot Front will make an appearance. And lo and behold, Patriot Front makes an appearance in Indianapolis. What a surprise. It's almost like you can predict it. Do you think this is actually like a, this is like a frat for new FBI agents? Like they got to be in a it Patriot is. Front thing when they're like new at the academy and then like, you know, later on they laugh at them and shit. They get badged a, in and they're, they're done. They're getting hazed. It's a hundred. Yeah. It's like what Tim Dillon exactly. said about anthrax. He goes, 9-11. He goes, 9-11 was the AT. That was the coup. He goes, but anthrax was so botched. And he goes, it was the B team. It was a bunch of fucking mouth breathers going, hey, I want to do something, boss. Put me in. And they're like, all right, <laughs> send this anthrax to this senator. And then they go up and smack them. And it's like, you fucking, mo- if I had the leads you had when I was your age, I would have taken the country over in a night. I want to do something, boss. This is what it is. It's a bunch of the B squad. Ron. Well, and, and I'll tell you, um, <laughs> yeah, Ron knows all about that. Yeah, Ron, I'll tell, tell you, more we had about some it. impact on him, though. Because after our podcast, Tommy, when we where we mentioned that they have no more than fifteen percent body weight distribution across them, I'm trying to get um, down to that. I mean, Christ, they, they, credit well, where credits all due. of a sudden they they started having token fat guys in their thing. Like, oh, there's one. See, oh my God, see, have we done were, it? They were wrong. Have we started to token pressure fat them? Guy, he's 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 the portable Hesco barrier. That's cold, man. Do you think? Do you think what we could start? Well, let's use that power then. Have we seen any black guys in Patriot Front? Have there we seen any women? One actually in the in the Michigan video. Uh, well, no, I was going to say let's start, pre- let's start pressuring them about not being inclusive. I wonder well, if I want to see can... a Shield Maiden Brigade with the shields and you know and the and the whole thing, you know, and maybe they can do the what, what's the uh, what's the New Zealand war chant before the games? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the Maori thing with the, the haka, haka, haka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like they're uh, they're doing the the dance with the uh, yeah right. Macarena. Yeah, the Macarena. That's exactly what I think I have to do. I can't help myself. I can't help it, it is kind of fascinating. Kind of like what Chad or Chaz, whatever the the outpost was in, in Washington. Yeah. yeah. And how like you it was like a it was like a time lapse. You know, like the like you're seeing those like nature time lapses where it's you know, you see the tree blossom, it gets hot, and then it comes down snow, and it's just like real quick and everything's shaking. Chad was fascinating in that it was a it was a time lapse of a of a communist nation. Like very quickly, like the wall went up very quickly. They had their own militant forces very quickly. They were trying to grow potatoes. Then there was a rape, a murder, and it collapsed. But it happened in like three days. It was fast. Like three days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is they take over this area to protest the police killing innocent unarmed protesters, then immediately appointed their own police and immediately started killing unarmed protesters. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so you got You got to wonder, are we going to start seeing like a hyper time lapse? of Patriot, evol- Patriot Front evolving, right? It started with just matching uniforms, right? So like group solidarity. Then now they're moving to, to now they're moving to matching shields. I can only imagine soon it will be like phalanx maneuvers. So right now we're in ancient Rome. I want to see how fast <laughs> is it going to start accelerating? Do they going to start doing the spears and then the catapults, like a trebuchet, eventually oh. like, like heavier than air flight. I think we're moving towards <laughs> that. I don't... <laughs> Have the German helmets with the spike on it by by the yeah. end of the week. Uh huh. Chlorine Ooh. gas. Then the, it's gonna blow back at them, and then they're gonna cut out biological warfare. 
You don't see the German spike helmets anymore. That's a that's a good aesthetic. The pickle helmet. They should bring that back. They should bring that back. That would be cool. That would be cool. They're really heavy. They're really heavy. You know, we joke about it, but it's actually a serious point. Um, Clay and Ron. It is. It is. It's a very serious point. That's a good point. That but joke. like Clay and Ron both served. And if I told 10 service members to all show up in a particular uniform on a certain day, at least four of them are going to be wearing the wrong gear. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's just your experience. Right. Yeah. But this, that never happens with Patriot Front. I wonder why this this very podcast we're doing has we've had to reschedule a couple of times because I've had problems. Ron's had problems. I think and then I added Joe in and we had to get we can't do this. From our yeah. living rooms, coordinated, <laughs> How, and, t- and two of two of you have served, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't three. fucking get this together. No, I think all three of us have served. You know, yeah. so all three of us have. No, Yo, you have. Oh, I thought. Well, you just said earlier, you two. I have. mean, it was the Air Force, but it does count. Uh, all right, well, oh, yeah, okay. Oh. All right. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait a minute. Oh, there. Uh, oh, there, uh, it there it goes. I well, get that a lot from Ron. I'm well, sorry. you're number one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Well, now but, it's important to remember, though, Tommy, that that the Patriot Front does have an awesome wardrobe department and a wardrobe coordinator, you know, and they 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 will not go out in public until they're fully, you know, produced and and properly attired. I mean, so it's again, I'll give I'll give credit where credit's due. They look great. I mean, I, that, oh, yeah. Rob, Rob, do you think that they have like like a, an ex-Marine NCO that's not actually part but he's behind he's he's contract he's behind the scenes he's giving them inspections like they line up like little lance corporals with their hands and shit and he's like mm, uh, eh, tuck your shirt in get that belt dress right dress it kind of feels like it 100 it's, it's, it's probably like corporal pain you know major pain's younger illegitimate <laughs> half brother <laughs> man clay said dress right dress and i, and I immediately start looking and i'm like oh I got my- <laughs> <laughs> so you know, well, th- my mind then always starts to shift is like, if it's this obvious, <laughs> if, if we're just sitting here, just making fun of them, I always start to think like, I think the vast majority, of, I, I used to think they were purely competent and malicious in government. Now I actually do kind of believe they're slightly retarded, but I also still believe there are a lot of very competent, malicious people. Oh, yeah. So if it's this easy. And everyone, I mean, it's not even like a conspiracy. Everyone's like, yeah, dude, Patriot Front is, even my most liberal friends are like, yeah, that's fucking retarded. What's really going on then? Why are we seeing this? What is, what's the, is there someone happy that we're taking the bait and looking down on them? What's, is it the, is it the magician's assistant? What's going on on the other hand? I think the point is they're not trying to convince you and me and, and, and Ron and Clay they're trying to convince people who already want to believe it, which is sure. their own people who already think that we're all terrorists and that we all want to put people back in chains and that we all want to do all these horrible things. Completely untrue, but they're not trying to convince us. What they're trying to do is justify to the others exuding violence against us. And you can say all you want that that's hyperbole. I watched that speech live and so did Ron. And uh, yeah, that bad. man wants some harm done to the other side of the aisle. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Oh no. Right. I mean, I know it's a tired analogy of you know everyone I don't like is Hitler, but I mean, you really want to walk through like I'm reading right now KL by Nicholas Foshman. I think it's going to be the longest ever audiobook I've listened to, but it's a complete breakdown of the the Nazi concentration camps from 33 through 45. It has nothing to do with the war. Has nothing to do. It's just how it happened internally. 
They don't give a shit about who liberated it or what was going on in the world. It's just how it arose. And this is, I never knew this. I always thought it was just, they started and they started training them in and burning them. There was like six years where if you went, you were only held for like a day or two at a time. You could drink gin and like play cards with the guards. It like wasn't a, it was like a, it was a slap on the wrist. It was detention. And wow. so when I look at, yes, and that's far more terrifying than a bunch of evil Nazis. Well, it's like, yeah, of course they're evil because then you can just go, oh, they're demons. Of course they do this. No, 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 no. You'd go there. It was like getting put in the drunk tank. You come out the next day like, all right, all right. And when there was a beating, the actual chancellery would send official police because this is before the shoot stuff on the SA. They'd send police into like the concentration camps and they would be a fucking like, like top down, like, you know, all right, we're, hey, we're bringing in all the cops with the body camp. We're doing a, we're doing an internal review. Like their heads would roll. You'd get in trouble. And it was years. And then finally, 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 there was the first death. But once the Overton window had shifted, it was the same thing. Like the chancellor would come and there's a whole government investigation. What are you doing? Like when you, we are the German people, we're a progressive society. These things were like put on hold, like funding was cut, like internally, like like special investigators. Like that's horrifying. It didn't just immediately Auschwitz in like skin lamps. It started as, I mean, you go in there and just smoking cigarette and they'd be talking with the guards and like, oh, dude, we went to fucking middle school together. And it's like, yeah, but you're a communist. And they'd be like, you got me. And like, that was it. And it progressed, progressed, progressed. To now you go and you can just go see who is it was it Himmler talking about uh, how uh, we used hammers to beat the gold, the golden teeth out of the Jews. And it took us a couple of years to realize it was better to do after the gas chambers because beforehand they'd struggle versus afterwards when their bodies were still warm. It was easier to just knock them out. It didn't happen overnight. And so I know it's a tired analogy. I know we just got out of four years of Trump is literally Hitler. But man. You go up there and you're starting to dial just a little more. These people are a threat. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a threat to our country. They're, they're not clean. I mean, literally unvaccinated. They're not clean. They're not pure. That's where we're getting. I don't know. I'm rambling. Otto Ambrose, the chemist, would always talk about uh, he, he made rubber for the Third Reich. And he'd always talk about the importance of purity. And even one little piece of dust could lead to a blowout on the Autobahn, which could, you know, stop a whole convoy. He would go on to say, like, it is very important that everything is clean. And like with no mercy, you make sure the system is clean. And he's obviously talking about the Third Reich. I mean, we're we're literally we're echoing it from unclean to otherizing to the the Inflation Reduction Act. That is a that is a, a shoot stoffel, an essay going to Trump's house and going to Mar-a-Lago with the FBI. It's inching towards that. And so like Mm -hmm. all jokes aside, like there's genuine analogies and not just it's, I don't look at the analogy of him screaming like that's whatever. That's just a fucking, that's an order. I don't, I don't, whatever. I don't give a shit. That's how I look when I'm trying to like rev everybody up. That's what I do on this podcast. You take a scream grab from any of these podcasts. I look like I'm fucking in Berlin trying to get the army going. But what he's actually saying, the actual words he's saying, the right. physical legislation he's creating, the I call it the IRS. All right, whatever. And the, the SS was the personal protection squad. You can call it whatever you want. It's a new arm of armed individuals 
to carry out your will, to physically impose it on people. We are moving towards that. Well, we're already there. I mean, yeah. we, we, it may not be Auschwitz or, or Buchenwald or Dachau, but we do have our version of the Bastille. We have the Washington Metropolitan Jail. Hmm. And we have our January 6th, you know, unfortunates that have been held for over a year. They've been and held they're being for longer charged. than the maximum possible sentence for what they have done. Oh, yeah. And but and it's just it. And it seems like nobody cares. That's a you know, damn shame. On our channel, we talk a lot about a book called Ordinary Men, uh, and it's about German military police in World War Two. And when uh, it goes to the point you were just making, Tommy, that when they first started, they believed in their cause. They believed they were going to be police officers protecting the rear area. And they did a great job of protecting the little town they were in. But when it came time to kill the first rebel, they really struggled with it. And, and, and they had a little bit of an issue with it. And then one of them finally did it. And then the next guy, and then the next guy. And over the course of the war, these guys went from not wanting to be involved in this at all to at the end, they were just mass executing large numbers of civilians because they wanted to, right? Uh, that slippery slope uh, is, is very dangerous and it's impossible to bring people back from. And I think that a long time ago, we crossed a point of no return. Uh, right now, we're just going through the motions. Like Ron said, so many people are in this normalcy bias that, ah, that's just political talk. There's literally no one talking about reconciliation, just like there's no one talking about peace between Ukraine and Russia. Um, there's literally no way back from the edge we're at here. I mean, th those are both very good points. And uh, I think this is something we all try to check ourselves on, too. You know, like, is my tinfoil hat getting too big? Am I, is this is what you I'm thinking be crazy, right? Uh, and I think it's especially easy to do, like you said, when we had the four years of, uh, you know, Trump is Hitler from the lefties. Right. But I have really felt like, especially in the last four months, like we've seen a, a serious acceleration towards, uh, just like Joe was saying, there a point of no return. I think we passed it a while ago, too. But uh, everything about what they're doing right now points to an acceleration, uh, you know, up to and including, you kind of blew it off of just the way that old uh, Joey Boy looked during the speech. I didn't watch oh, the yeah. speech because I'm, I'm past that point in my life. But when the pictures came out, I was like, that's a joke. Like somebody's making memes here. I didn't know they actually picked those optics. That matters. That was mm -hmm. insane. You know, what's funny is, is we watched it again the next morning and we noticed that as the show went on, CNN realized how bad it looked. They started reducing you can the see saturation. them trying to dial back the color saturation and make right. it look pinker than it was. Man. That, that stuff was, that's crazy, man. That yeah. was that's now full devil's advocate because again we all i would say pretty much lean the same way and clay's right you do have to step outside your mind and start looking at it you know it's so and that's hard to do because you're you're in your own mind but devil's advocate you uncrop it it was red white and blue and you have a bunch of people saying and he has the mer it, was, it was it was it was red white and blue if you zoom out and look at the whole independence hall just looks like the fucking White House on Fourth of July or whatever. He has Marines next to him. Oh, the Marines shouldn't be. There are Marines in every picture of every president. The Marines were pretty far back, though. It's yeah, just but, the way but, the photo was. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, but oh, I'm trying to pick apart my own side because my first thing is like, yeah, it's red and there's Marines. Like that's bad. But what was like, missing what? from the photo and from the background, Tommy? What was missing? What flag. didn't anybody see? The flag. 
Exactly. No, not a single American flag. But you but, saw but, shock troopers, America's shock troopers standing there. And but, uh, as a as a Marine, I'm sure Clay feels the same way. I'm absolutely disgusted that the commandant allowed them to be used in that way. But but is there not photos of every speech of every I'm just going to play devil's advocate here because I'm a total beta faggot. But are there not pictures <laughs> of can you not find a picture of any president from any time and not see the guys in their their crisp suits? Marines do not travel with the president. Yeah, exactly. What, that, what, about augment, yeah. what about augmentation group? What about augmentation group? Because I've interviewed Marines who did travel with George Bush. There, there are Marines like when you see it at the but White House or some, some, yeah. or some fair, big fair, ceremony. Fair but, enough. Fair enough. No. But I mean, especially in the White House, you'll see them like because they guard the entrance to the uh, to the West Wing and things like that. But um, I mean, these guys had to be brought special up from the Marine barracks from Eighth and I up there to do this, and you know. Again, as, as Joe said, you know, if the commandant had a, had an inkling of the speech and the way the staging was going to be set, he might have uh, demurred. And darn, those Marines came down with a bad case of COVID. venereal disease or something. You know, yeah. Whatever Marines suffer from, you know, I don't yeah. know. Shit. Again, and I always do this on here. I don't really believe anything I'm saying, but for the sake of all <laughs> not sitting here jerking each other off, I have to step outside and take the opposing view. It's always very hard when I have like Dale Comstock on Delta Force guy. And I'm like, Dale, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. And he's just looking at me. I'm like, please, please don't fucking kill me. You know this is just a podcast. Like but <laughs> he's just eye fucking you man. He is he is he's just like he doesn't need to kill me. He's like, I'll get you to kill yourself. And I'm like, I know. But you look at it, okay. Now, as someone that does like Trump, as someone who did vote for him, you know, when I th when he was trying to do that military parade, I thought it was like funny. I didn't think yeah. anything of it. I just thought it was funny, stupid, garish, but I thought it was kind of funny. I was like, yeah, fucking it's a military parade. Fucking libtards are losing their minds. Pivot from there. I mean, if Biden tries to do a military, like, where would my mind be? I'd be like, this is the disgusting show of the politic politicization of the military. Trump does it. I I just like it's fucking Trump. So I, again, I'm just I'm trying to be at at the very least a like a token opposing voice. That's no, that, yeah. That's something yeah. you. I mean, you should do, and that we all have to do for our. You have to red sell your own stuff. It, it's not just that though. It's the acceleration. I feel like of policies sure. between this inflation reduction stuff between the IRS thing between also the fact that they cannot get a hold of uh, of inflation. And yet are doing like everything they can to screen it like it didn't happen. I, now, I know it's an election year, too, but I, I just really feel like they're, they're trying to, uh, to hide this long enough to uh, steal everything and let the wheels fall completely off. And I think that's where we're going. So, again, they're they may be retarded, but they're also not, you know, they're yep. people always say they're pushing us. They're pushing us to a civil war. They're saying that. And I always go, I don't think you're wrong. But I also don't think they're oblivious to that. I think that they're kind of kind of win any other like in their mind. That is the war game. The war game is, is they won't revolt and will slowly slide into a, a dictatorship or you'll have organic rebellion. You won't need to have this patriot front thing, in which case they'll be happy. And then they'll have the the more public justification to crack down. Either way, and then you step out further, you go, yeah, but that's going to tear the nation apart, and we don't live in a vacuum. We live on a planet with however many other countries. Yeah, I don't think they care about that either. I don't think they're – I think they would rather rule over an empire of ashes and have foreign influence than let this thing keep going. Is that a total like black-pilled view? 
No, no. I'll tell you, this is what I've been telling folks all along, right? Is that you've got two choices. Everyone says, don't take the bait. Oh my gosh, they're trying to trick us into something. Okay. Let's say I don't take the bait and I just sit here and I'd be quiet and I change my public behavior and they continue along on their path. Guess what? Both paths go to the same place. And in one, I have an option to stop it. And in the other, I don't. And I hope that I can be finished this podcast with them kicking in my door. But the point is this, you can either not resist and get there in four years, or you can resist and either stop it or get there in three and a half years. The point is you're going to end up in the same place. You might as well go down swinging. They tell you that that flag right there is a terrorist symbol. You throw it up. They tell you that um, Mike Glover's group is a terrorist group. You join it. They tell you that uh, NC Scouts patch is a symbol of terrorism, his resistor logo. You put that patch on your kit and you wear it everywhere you go. Or you read forbidden books written by Joe Dolio and Clay Martin. Oh, yeah. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Pray for yeah. oh, I, 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 I don't have any products to plug. But um, and, you know, I noticed Clay's in an undisclosed bunker location with his like gun that? in the corner. You like the tinfoil? Yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. not you're in, you're in your Faraday cage. I like that. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> I didn't do this on purpose. I was just really cheap that's, when I was building it. And that's the, it was a billion dollars. But it, that's the first I do, thing do like look now. That's the first thing Clay said. But, to me but you know, we're talking about day. incident there. You know, it's, it's going to be a spark that's going to happen in the most unlikely of places. And and we're seeing, you know, um, I don't know, like they're, they're testing, you know, like that video that's running around the ATF guys, you know, talking about asking the guy about, do you have, we, yeah, we got a report, yeah. you ordered this, whatever it's solvent or whatever it was, you know, solvent and, trap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank you. And, you know, and I mean, one of these days, some guy's not going to be polite and he's going to like pop him, and it's, you know, it's going to be Ruby Ridge, but this time it'll be, it'll be, um, it won't be Ruby Ridge like it was. It'll be like um, the, uh, the people that uh, had the land dispute in Nevada, whose name I. Oh, Clive and Bundy. Clive and Bundy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember when all those people showed up and, you know, the the BLM police kind of go, hey, Harry Reid, I don't think we're going to be able to do this. Yeah. It's, it's probably going to be, yeah, it's going to be some veteran that doesn't give a fuck. Who's broken? Or, or maybe not even a veteran. Not even a veteran, just some dude it'll, that's. It'll, it'll it'll be some dude who's like you know, it'll you know some guy who owns way too many guns and you know it's exactly inverse. His guns are exactly inverse to the amount of common sense and self control he has. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it might not. I'm it right might not wrong. even. Yeah, yeah. It might not. <laughs> it's he can hear us. It might not even be. It, yeah, it might not even be a false flag. It doesn't even need to be a fucking like a, ter- a case of terminal illness where he's like, I'm going to go out. I mean, right. what do school shooters do, right? You want that immediate fame. I want to be known for whatever right. we, you get the most kills. You're a, I mean, we, but you we, know, if, if whatever their timeline is and you know, I don't, I don't think they're incompetent. I think this is all there's they they have an agenda. They have a plan. I mean, they're extraordinarily unified. I mean, mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi's gushing all over Joe today on their little celebratory, you know, gig on the, on the, in the rose garden or wherever it was um but yeah it's and if they don't you know they there's probably a a point an inflection point somewhere in this plan this agenda that hey if we haven't been able to you know push somebody's buttons then we'll create 100 percent. we'll have the we'll have the we'll have the asset do what they need to do we'll have the reason reason to do whatever whatever the next step is you know um you know i'm going to declare you know gun ownership, a national security threat mm-hmm. to the well-being of the United States. 
And, you know, the Second Amendment was written by a bunch of old white guys who were slave owners. And we're going to start confiscating guns. And then people are really going to like have to make a choice. You know, yeah. do I back the blue by giving up my weapons? Are those constitutional sheriffs really going to be constitutional sheriffs? You know, are, are we going to have to form little militias? Are we going to do little LGOPs, little groups of paratroopers running around? You know, that sort of thing. I mean, what are we doing? It's got me thinking about people that, again, we no one want, everyone wants to not know their names, but you know the names, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold and, and um, uh, fucking Stephen Paddock and, and uh, who's the Pulse Nike, Omar Mateen. You, you know them all, whether you want to or not, you know them all. They do get what they want, and that's, um, that's their name. You, th- it doesn't seem that far-fetched, and this is something I just thought of a minute ago, is it might not even be a, a veteran or a left or right leaning guy. It might just be someone that's like, oh, I'm going to really go down as a name. I'm going to be Gavriel Princip. I'm going to fucking highlight a couple off. of incidents here that, that, that bear that out. So sure. we had that guy who walked around shooting the people the other day, right? In uh, Memphis. Where, yeah. where was Memphis. that? Memphis. Memphis. And then we had the two guys making threats. Then we have this young man, Isaiah Williams in Phoenix that they want you to forget about. The guy who came out of the hotel and started shooting. He killed a couple of people, shot a couple of cops. He threw a Molotov cocktail against the window. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's on my Twitter feed. I talked about it this morning. You find out that he's a, there's no photos attached to this 25 year old young man. So that should tell you one thing. Okay. Uh, Except for the fact of him in gear. You got him in gear with the AR and the mask and throwing things. Not but no, no photos of the kid from any other time of his life. Parents say he went to college and he got his, um, what is it, film studies degree and couldn't find a job. <laughs> in film studies? Shocking. Uh, but, but when you read it, he, he adhered to things that the Black Hebrew Israelites believe. And I've been pointing out all along, these people are literally killing people all the time. Yeah. But, yeah. however... He went out and started shooting and all this stuff. So they're not wanting to tell you about this, but there it is. He met a, a cab driver who gave him a ride and suggested he read certain books before he went on this attack. That ought to tell you something, right? Who do you suppose that cab driver was? But on, on another unrelated note, over the weekend here in Metro Detroit, we've had a, a crew of guys strike three gun stores. Well, actually two gun stores. One of them they struck twice by driving through the front door taking all the assault rifles they can and going they hit one store on uh, they hit two different stores on saturday and they came back sunday and hit the other store that was still boarded up and still had guns in it great job atf and local police watching the building that was not fully secured full of guns but whatever but why are these groups arming and you hear all these groups talking about getting out and shooting white people it's becoming it's becoming okay because of the rhetoric that we're hearing from the news and from politicians and all of that um, you're already in a collapse. We're just not acting like it. And I think that you're probably going to see these guns resurface sometimes between now and the election in some street violence. You know, you might also see just thought of it now. Yeah. It might not even be the idea of some right wing guy shooting something up. You might have, you might have Biden condoning it and grooming it. And then when some left wing guy goes out and shoots you, you don't care if it's left wing, you go, somebody still went out and shot time to crack down. You might be, they might be using their own people to do it. Well, it's not like that hasn't happened before, too. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. The first thing you... game, uh, the Google chick. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, the, the, the first thing, yeah. The first yeah. thing you do is take out the most competent people on your side. Um, um, willing accomplices by Ken Clisby. Well, good, then we're safe. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. They're looking at us and they're like, they're the D team. Like, we'll get them. We get them post, post. They get us after the radioactivity is leaking through the cities. They're like, go see if any of that, that tuna is edible. I'm like, gotcha, for God's country. But it makes me think of Ken Clisby. He's a former CIA analyst. His book, Willing Accomplices. And he talks about how the KGB would send, let's say, 10 teams of guys to the United States. Let's say 10 teams, 10. Seven of them just outright fail. They're either tried or they defected, whatever. They're done. Three of them will effectively infiltrate a local a local university or a, a, a police station or a, or a superintendent or local politics or whatever. Those groups will get in there. You take the ringleaders of those three groups. So, you know, A, B, and C, the guys that fucking got this thing done. They're the, you threw out a bunch of seeds. They're the ones that landed and flourished. Now, naturally in a normal society a natural selective society you would say oh the cream rises to the top what the kgb would do is call those three back for celebratory condolences and you know you get a car now you can travel you bring them back and they'd shoot them all in the head in lubyanka and it's because they were the ones who were most competent to overthrow the kgb so anyone on the left that thinks that like you're gonna be part of the politburo the most of y'all will just die in the process yeah. and the ones of y'all that are lucky enough to achieve it will just be shot in a more formal manner like there's oh, no yeah. there's no winning here you, you didn't want to be in you know stalin's inner circle outer circle third ring circle no ring, none of that he had those he used he had those two bodyguards there's that story where he had two bodyguards outside of his room and he went to he went into bed and said under no circumstances do you come into this room? I don't care who tells you. I don't care if the, the head of the KGB shows up here. I don't care if I tell you to. You do not come into my room. You like, da, da. He goes in there. Half hour later, starts begging for him to come in. I'm in pain. I'm blah, 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 blah. But they finally both go in. And he goes, you failed. And I'm both shot on the spot. Like, they, they don't give a shit. You are property of the state. It's not just that there's no private property. It includes your body. So, I don't know, man. It's... But I also don't see anyone wisening up to that. I think the same way that they think real communism hasn't been tried, they're just going to walk into the blender themselves. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what the kind of people that are attracted to that ideology. I mean, let's be honest. Like, yeah. they're, not, they're not rocket scientists. They're not, yeah. you know, it's just not really how that works. Yeah, you wouldn't need, yeah, you wouldn't be supporting that idea that everyone else is going to take care of you if you were competent on your own. No, well, no one who builds their own thing needs care a group. by the government who's gonna pay the taxes to pay for that shut up joe in the gulag yeah exactly that's what you do and now you know four out of four podcasters agree that this works joe brings that up i remove you three out of three we're still at 100 percent. that's how it works though decline in a censorship you just keep knocking it off so but now i have to so when someone like me is doe-eyed and it's like, we're going to still get out of this. And Dale's looking at me like, I'm going to burn your body for fuel. And I'm like, it's okay. I'll serve. I'll serve in any way I can. And I look at that. Right. And then I have on y'all. Right. And you're much more just bleak. I think Clay said it last time. I'm like, we've been fucked before. And Clay's like, nothing like this. It's over. And I'm like, all right. So like, you know, same thing. I have on someone else. And like, we're going to get through it. And Dale's like, do you know how to boil water? Like, do you know anything, Tom? And I'm like, I'm like, why? And he's like, Christ almighty. And I'm like, yeah. but then I look at someone though, like who I've had on here 10 plus times and I've had the luxury of meeting as Joe Kent, who's no, no blue pilled cuck like me. Right. And 
that guy is, you know, successfully running for office. And that's a guy. Thanks, that... dude. I appreciate that. Oh, oh, zing. oh unlike ah. some people. I didn't mean that. I mean, he hasn't won yet. He won his initial thing. He still he won, hasn't won I think the he won the heart. He won the hardest race. No, that, yeah, but still hasn't won completely. Okay. Don't start. Right, you're you're Don't forgiven, stop. but you're you're still on my shit. Your Christmas. I have one extra Christmas card now. I'll this have cool. I'll have Dale. I'll have Dale kill you, Ron. And it's, you're, I've elected you the mayor of our safe house in South Dakota. There we go. That's, That's good. Awesome. I got plenty of room, and I got great. I got I got I got range stakes already posted out. Nice, nice. Did Joe? Did Joe or Clay ever interview you while you were running? No. Okay. No, I don't have a show. How many people? Doesn't matter. I don't want to hear excuses. How many people here had you on to help you? Who tried? Uh, okay, Tommy, you win. Mm, yeah. Oh, uh, I don't start me you with burned, it. You burned that card though. That card's over. That card's yeah. Well, done. if you want, yeah, I'll, yeah. hey, listen. If you want, if you want to start throwing shade, I'll fucking go to war. I'm not gonna win, but I'll walk in there with an A bomb strapped to my chest. Nobody will win. That being said. <laughs> I you'll, bet just, you'll just die with a hernia, dude. Yeah, I don't care. I don't fucking care. We all die anyway. I love how now I'm bringing up Joe running for God, and he's just probably thinking, like, don't fucking mention my oh, name in this podcast. In As Clay's in his no. Faraday cage, we've got two flags, and Ron's talking. Ron has Talabar on his hat. <laughs> Joe's just going to block. I don't know them. I have no idea who they are. Those undesirables. Send them to Lubyanka. That being said, Joe's got a military history. He's not stupid. He's served. He's sacrificed. I mean, yep. you know, Shannon, Shannon Kent, what, January 16th, 2019 in Syria. That guy knows. Now, part of me would think he 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 has to do this, right? He has he has two kids. Like when I when I openly talk about suicide all the time, I have to. I lost a brother to suicide. So I have to always kind of approach that taboo thing that no one wants to talk. I have to. I have to say that I've been there myself. I've woken up in hospitals. I've had to live with my parents for five years and get so I get it. In that sense, I look at him and I'm not doubting his resolve at all. I, I wouldn't have had him on here and continue to have him on here if I didn't truly believe in him. And I'd, I'd love him as a person. He can't just go kinetic. He has kids that he has to. But I also don't think that that's the only reason. I got to imagine. And I don't know, maybe it's it's for Shannon. Maybe it's for the kids. And I don't mean to use their name so informally. Obviously, I don't know them. I have to imagine he sees something that there is still a path and maybe it's just, we have to go down trying our hardest through the proper channels before it just goes, you know, tits up and I'll be dead immediately. So I won't see it, but thoughts on, so that's kind of like my canary is I'm like, he's still trying. That guy's still trying. I think you have to look at this as uh, you know, e even the three of us of a very, you know, various back, we don't see things exactly the same way. Sure. Right. The same thing goes to, you know, anybody with our relative experience in our circles, we all have friends that don't see things the way that we see them right now. Now, you know, I, I've actually been, I'm, I'm not saying that I was ahead. I've been like out here, like already, like the sky is falling before it was falling. So I've been, I'm not saying that I've saw things coming, but I've been ahead of the curve Sure. as far as that goes. So not everybody sees things, you know, equally in different experiences, different minds will, will do that. Uh, as well as, I mean, there's a fair number of people that really are going out of their way, doing everything they can to possibly salvage it the, the way that it could be salvaged without, you know, really bad stuff happening. And I, I think there's a fair, fair bit of that in people like Joe and a few other veterans that are kind of you know, running for office right now. I think that's a, a reasonable assessment. Yeah, that's, I think it's also because 
like I I have to do it my own way, not because I, you know, have like an idyllic view of it, although I do. I also view it as like I know like when I was a when I was deciding to be pre-med in college, I'm a white guy with blue eyes. I was raised Catholic, grew up in a well-to-do family, married parents, private Catholic school. I wasn't getting any uh uh I wasn't getting exceptional treatment to get into medical school. There was no affirmative action for me. Think? Yeah. White guy, blue eyes in front of an American flag. And I'm like, I'd like to be a doctor. No one's giving me a fucking I had a friend from from Kenya. This fucking base of shit. But I remember he looked at me. We we're both in the same med school interview. And he goes, he goes, God, you're so fucked. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And granted, he he actually did have better grades than me. So I'll keep it private. Shout out that guy. But so I knew early on that I had to I had to use the only tools I had. It wasn't enough for me to be in the acceptable grade range. I had to eviscerate everyone. It wasn't enough for me to get an A. I had to have the highest grade in the class. It wasn't enough for me to get in the acceptable range. I had to score in the top 1% in the nation. I had to do all this stuff. And I did it. And that's all I did. I went to a party school. I went to one football game at the University of Georgia. And all my time there, all I did was study. And it worked. I did get in. So that's also kind of shaping my views in this is, you know, if I was, you know, if it was me and a fucking team of Delta Force guys, it might be like, we can fix this any way we want. But I also, so I know who I am, right? I have a podcast and I'm wearing slippers. I have the, I've, I've interviewed a ton of people who just happen to like to keep coming back on here. So that also shapes my view where I'm like, I have to use this method because I'm not getting in on affirmative action. So like, I have to use what I can do and just get the best grades. I just, it's failure is not an option. You have to just eviscerate your enemies that's kind of what I'm doing with this is like, I, I can interview people. People respond to my emails. God knows why that's like, I have to use this method. So that's, that's kind of my logic where even if it is fucked, even if we are circling the drain rationally, I know that this is the most I can do. I, I think that, that the three of us feel this same way and, and you probably do too, but we're not looking for, for a burning down of the system, No, but no, they are. Not. What yes. we're looking for is a restitution of the Constitution of the United States. Yeah. Um, and, and and there's a gap there that's not going to be not going to be breached by voting. I, I wish yeah. there were. Yeah. I wish there were. We've tried that the last two elections and they have gone completely insane mm-hmm. over them uh, and, and then have the nerve to say that it's us that disputes these things. But whatever. I digress. Um so, so it's not that any of us want or hope for. We're just like, uh, we, we've served in places around the world where similar things have happened and they all turned out this way. Mm-hmm. So if, if the last best hope on earth is experiencing the same problems that, that happened in, say, Yugoslavia or in, say, Somalia before their collapse, nobody even remembers when that was, but it did happen, uh, or, or, or a million other places around the world, um, if it's happening here, then we know that, hey, man, you might want to, I, I guess I'm going to go a quote from Odin, right? Odin, the all father said this, only the fool lights the candles to peace yet fails to sharpen his sword. Yeah, uh, We can hope that things are going to fix, get fixed, but it's dumb to not prepare while waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Be the, hope is not be a koa. Yeah. Be the, yeah, be the right. warrior in the garden, not the gardener in the war. Yes. Oh, you're not, right. you're not wrong. Yeah. I'm, well, I just want to say about Joe, I mean, I, you know, Joe is, I mean, he is, when he gets into Congress in January, 
he is going to he's going to be faced with you know i mean they are they it's going to be like uh ulysses uh and the sirens he's going to be faced with oh yeah temptation money you know all sorts of things um but joe is a man of deep character and conviction i i I don't think they realize what what's coming their way and in fact i I would also say that i don't think some of the current congress people men and women who support joe realize that when joe gets there joe is going to he's gonna he's gonna rule that group that that lobby of uh of that of uh, congress people and things like that i mean you know, if anything, Joe, Joe could be a leader that I think a lot of Americans could coalesce around, you know, your choice is really, do we do we do violence and burn the system down and just go totally, you know, ashes to ashes? Or do we try to rectify this? Yeah, there's going to be some violence. Yeah, there's going to be some pain. But, you know, it'd be like chemotherapy on steroids, Mm -hmm. we're going to have to, you know, and Joe could be the leader to take us there, because he's got that clear vision, he knows what is right and how to fix it and, and so i i mean you know as i as i said multiple times joe is is my political spirit animal i mean you know my race here was you know local and nobody really gave a shit about you know offshoring jobs you know china this russia that ukraine blah 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 yeah it was it was all about you know my road is 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 chip sealed only twice twice every five years you know how come i don't get a chip sealed every year i mean the big issues of local politics so yeah it was hard to raise people's uh sight picture up to hey stop focusing on your feet that that's not going to make you feel good let's (laughs) let's focus on the five meter target here at least minimum please people have not felt any pain yet and that is a lot of the problem with what's going on like if you're if you have any kind of vision, you can see where this is going. You can look and be like, oh, my Doesn't God. Even, yeah. And it's oh, just yeah. getting worse and worse and worse. But uh, unfortunately, like he's saying there, people are not going to do anything in this country until they feel some burn, some personal, like, ouch, that hurts. Yeah. Now maybe I'll think about correcting my path. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's, they're all, it's all a luxury to argue about when you can still go get, like, a, a 90-cent burger. And- yeah there's no censorship like and the you're, you're not being forced to take uh you know a vaccine from pfizer it is getting very real it's getting very real i mean for everyone left and right and you just go to the grocery store how much oh, is yeah. it my rent alone has gone up 25 percent in the last 12 months Same. it's impossible i was just sure there was no inflation you have been I a good comrade welcome to the inner circle there. see do we see the life lesson there Joe oh, brought wow. up earlier, who's going to pay for the taxes? Now he's dead in the gulag. Do you notice how Clay said that he's never seen inflation? He is now at my right hand. Take note, peasants. Take well, note. Well, Clay, is a, Clay is a leader in the Red Pioneers. I'm expecting him with a red kerchief around his, you know, and he's going to start goose-stepping around his room there. You're, I've got a costume in case we lose. Like, I'm dude, ready. I'm ready. To, I'm fucking ready. To, I'm ready to defect. I already, I'm, I've already got I'm my Clay, watercolor. I'm Clay Martinez in that life. I'm a different person. I know. I've already got, I'm not even, I, I can't be anything than what I am. So what I'm going to, I've already got my watercolor painting of me and like a, Actually, a fan did make a, a it's it's me in a uh, in a Kim Jong-un suit smiling and I have like kids smiling and there's like the sun rising over the hill and it says in like Korean, like a glorious tomorrow. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. I'll fucking whatever you Tommy's need. I'll, our beloved leader. I'll, oh, God. I'll, I'll pivot. I'll pivot. Yeah. But, so in other words, you're going to throw us under the bus. 
well, no, you guys will all be dead. That's when I'll do it. It's when you guys are gone. I don't know. The Viking Lord of War of the Great Lakes is going to sea. I'm going to be on the Great Lakes with with a Coast Guard ship I've seized. And uh, sounded like that sounds like a like a Lord of the Rings riddle. What <laughs> the Odin will return to the sea? Are you speaking in code? Are you fucking activating people? Please, it's not for this. you. It's not for you, Tommy. It's not. It's not for me. It's just, just not. Tommy. I have seen our shields has a long Ohio mustache. State flag on them. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, I just, and it's also just like a personal. And this, I guess, this goes back to like losing a sibling to suicide, which is like my great. I, I never served. I never went over. So like my biggest like you know face with like existential like family shattering is like losing a brother to suicide and like that that fucks you and yeah. i look at my own mindset and me staying as much as i like joke about you know like optimistic and 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 positive i have to because in like the darkest days i've had you just have to lie even if deep down you know it's not true you lie to yourself and say it's going to get better and then tomorrow is you know, for the 800th straight day, today's the worst day of my life. And you're like, all right, but tomorrow's going to be better. And part of you is almost laughing. It's like, just give in, just give in and fucking kill yourself. It's not getting better. But I then zoom forward eight more years. I've lost the weight. I am my own boss. I do a podcast for a living. I don't live with my parents anymore. And I'm like, like, holy shit, the fuck, the delusion worked. Like, I, you know, it's the gambling <laughs> addict who just keeps doubling down. And one day, one day he gets out of like debt and he's like, oh my, oh my God. So like, from my own life experiences, which is the the biggest truth I know is only from your own experiences, is that you have to keep pushing, even if it's just to keep a carrot in front of you. You have, and that doesn't mean stick your head in the sand and pretend there's nothing bad, but you have to believe it will get better. You have to push because against all odds, like it, it can get better. And I mean, you know, I'm not trying to refute, refute what you guys are saying. You guys obviously have far more infinite, more experience than I do with, with all of these things about, you know, it's, it's a collapse. It's just happening slowly. We're circling the drain. There's no coming, but you may very well be right, but I have to believe it can recover in some manner. And you, again, you should, start, you should start believing that we can win because uh, yes. the collapse yeah, yeah. part is happening. Uh, now well, that's, and that's what I tell myself is it's time to shift those gears of we're going to win though. Yes. Well, and that's, and that's eventually that would happen is, you know, again, addicted to a ton of drugs, unemployed, just a piece of shit. I have to tell myself, it'll be like, it's going to get better. Maybe it doesn't get better here. Maybe, okay. Maybe I do move home. Maybe my girlfriend does break up with me. Maybe it does suck. But what I start to shift was, I don't know how it's going to get better, but I tell myself it's going to get, and once you remove those stipulations, then I, I pray a lot. Then, then God kind of showed me what that's my own cup of tea. It doesn't have to be for you. That's kind of how I shift now is I'm like, we're going to win. I don't know oh, yeah, what are. that looks like. And now I just tell myself we're going to win. And I, I try not to dress it up and say, this is how it will look. I don't know how it looks, but we're going to win. So, yeah. Well, you the got, you got to have that positive most- attitude. You got to be ready for the opportunities that, to help yeah. to help you know drive the ball to the to the winning touchdown whatever to use the football analogy which i hate but what if what if joe just totally sells us all out what if like immediately joe's in the world economic forum 
that that would blackmail closer me. to well, the see, phone. I, I, I would if Joe if Joe did that, I'd give Joe a dollar to go up to uh, what's his name there, old old old. Clash old, old no, old old Cyclops boy, you know, and take his eye patch and go pop. Oh, uh, <laughs> Danny, or Danny, Danny, Danny boy. So yeah. listen, if I ever end up in the world uh, economic forum, it's to execute an operation. Let's just. Yes. Well, let's just I'm going to give you. An, I'm going to give you an S vest, and off you go, Joe. I would do it with the, with those guys. But what, what I was going to say is that the problem is both sides think there's an auto win button, right? Mm. Both sides think that if you are snarky enough on Twitter, yeah, the other side will just give up. But unfortunately, it's <laughs> going to take not real. Right, it's going to take boots, sweat, and blood, and yeah. and unfortunately, that's no one's prepared for that. That's another thing I love about Joe is who is who's the reporter in the White House who is like you know whatever Pierre like you said questioning the election is un-American, but you questioned the Trump election. Oh, when, and everyone's like got her, and Joe retweeted. He's like, this means nothing. They don't care if you catch them. Like they don't. They don't there's care. got them yeah. doesn't matter. You don't go got them and Biden goes fuck. All right, I'll step down. It doesn't. <laughs> It, that doesn't it literally could care less they don't so we, that's the other thing people are like we got they don't care if you got them they don't care huh they have blue hair they don't give a shit they don't care they'll be in the guard towers at auschwitz and you'll, you'll be like look his name's hans they don't care they don't <laughs> hey look does icon b pellets are blue just like their hair okay Hey, yeah. but at least Tommy, we've got our principles. We can go to the gas we've chamber. Got show we've principles. got our principles. Hey, we're that's what I was gonna say. Right. We're gonna be the most self-sanctimonious people in the camps. They're gonna huh, be fucking. We showed them. We didn't use. We're all being squished up in the boxcars. Then I'll be like, well, I know for a fact my followers were organic. I never wanted to use bots. And Joe's gonna be like, I respect that about you. As we're in fucking striped pajamas. Yeah, they ain't getting like, far. Clay, that's not your pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... yeah. You know what? I've never stolen anything. I know that I haven't eaten in four months, but I will not take bread that's not mine. Congratulations, retard. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what Here's chance I'm coming What's down the on. the first there? rule of survival to survive. Yeah, not, not me. I'll die coming. with honor. You won't, it's not stealing if you take it from a guy who no longer needs it because he's dead. Very true. I'm just saying. It's very true. true. Yeah, very I, don't, true. I, don't even, I don't even know where I'm coming down anymore. I'm just refuting everything I said 10 minutes ago. I'm like, there's a peaceful way out. And it's like, no, use everything to win. I'm just, this is, we're just documenting my real Tommy, time schizophrenic. You can't behavior. win. You can't win. I, can you stand up against F 15s and, and M1 oh, tanks? Oh. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. And, you know, and furthermore, you don't even speak like... push tune. So there's, you're absolutely lost. Well, they, I, you know, I'll start calling their bluff. I've gone 32 years, one month and six days and no F-22s have fucked me up yet. So <laughs> riddle me that. Put a banner riddle, on the podcast. Riddle me, riddle me. I'll have like I have a banner. It's been 32 years since our last accident with an F-15. He looks over his shoulder at the window. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I don't fucking... Now, granted, they will eventually kill me as I interview more and more people that work on nuclear reactors and bioweapons. I imagine I'm... I'm well, I think I was I think it was Dale one time who like it was always been like an inside joke. I got to go shooting with Dale once about like, oh, you know, my name's on a server somewhere. You know, I've I've pinged some NSA keywords. And then you know, I've interviewed the head of the Soviet bioweapon program. I've interviewed a guy from Pantex where they assemble thermonuclear warheads. I think it was Dale one time said, like, no, you've moved off. Like, you're a dossier somewhere now. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. And he was and he just kind of looked at me and was like, No, in all probability. And I was like, oh. All right. <laughs> so, well, I don't know. For the NSA saying. guy listening, I just want you to know we are not all in the same physical location right now. Right. So, 
you guys all sell me short they're like this is tommy's fucking podcast you know i do like the idea of there being someone on the inside the nsa who artificially starts to make me trend and starts to give this podcast some growth (laughs) but it's not working (laughs) so either they're all communists he says you get this one fan that wants you to do it three times a week instead of once a week. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Turn that server. <laughs> dial it. This is dial what you need to do. Yeah. Yesterday should have been proof of this. You need to put that Trump is coming on your podcast because if Trump does literally yeah. anything, it trends. Trump that. is in Washington, D.C. wearing tried. golf shoes. I've yeah, he so played hard. golf. Fucking first, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've, tried, <laughs> I've tried so hard to get him on. It's impossible. That is like an inner shield. Oh. You can't well, get Kimberly Guilfoyle. You know that would be that would be worth the price of admission. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not even. I I have a comment right here, but I'm just gonna let it go. There you go. Good man. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Yeah. So I, I don't would know. Change her life anyway. I, um, change I'm all sure Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Dolia would have a thing or two to say about that. Clearly, she's out crafting, and she's nowhere nearby. So we're in good <laughs> she, yeah. she she's literally the warrior the in this house. So even today, over lunch, we're at a restaurant. She's like, why are you guys not doing anything? And I'm like, we are. Just calm down. You're not going on that Tommy's podcast again. That faggot thinks we're going to make it through here with a, the, the pen is mightier than the sword. You're like, no, I'm, I'm not. And Joe texts me. He's like, can't well, make what it. She, she, she did ask. She goes, please tell me you and Tommy aren't doing the thing where you're wearing the jackets and the sunglasses and the masks. Oh, it's coming. We're saving that. Oh, it's coming. It It ain't Halloween yet. It's coming. There's a time and place for everything, and it may or may not be 48 days away. But we're going to pay for it in front for Halloween. That sounds like a really fun idea. That's what I, that's exactly what we're doing. I but instead of the Patriot Front flag, we just get an Ohio flag because it's the same thing. <laughs> I, no, I, mean, I want to be a. I want to be Patriot Front. That's what saying, where my, address where my Gitmo interrogation uniform, my my balaclava, and you know my. There you go. My, what if one of y'all dressed up as Patriot Front and then came on here and started spouting Patriot Front's new views, and no one could say that you're not Patriot Front because you're in your suit. Who's got the least it's not a bad idea. with it? Like where your head is. I think I like we could we, absolutely. Punk. We need to address the the fiction that is Ohio, and the fact that the the um, Patriot Front logo bears an incredible resemblance to the Ohio State flag. Ohio I believe there's a connection there. I don't I'm, think you know, I'm actually going to take a, a moment. I'm going to look at the Ohio State flag. I don't even know that I know what it looks like. They would actually they have... are almost identical. Would no, they have... come on, come on. Would Look they have? Oh, oh, come on! <laughs> so they're exactly as real you as Ohio. Gotta be shitting. So do you th- could we could we then <laughs> could we hijack it? Like, would they have to come out and publicly denounce what we said? Well, what are they gonna do? Like, take their mask off and be like, "I'm actually." That's my know. point. Yeah. What are they gonna do? And I'm not even saying say terrorist shit. Come on here and start saying we're gonna be more inclusive. We're yeah, trying. Yeah, that's what's- that's what's funny is they're the only terrorist group who, when they think no one is filming, everyone still wears a mask. Interesting. That's a good that point. is very interesting. <laughs> that uh, that bust in Idaho was really weird too. Like, come on, man. Like, really, come on. Dude, even Bin Laden oh. showed his face on those old tapes. Right. Oh, yeah. Come on. That's a good point. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, we can, we can, we can, we can, the Patriot Front guy can sit there and go, well, yes, we're becoming more inclusive. We're, we're starting to uh, import Filipino houseboys and, uh, and time massage <laughs> uh, specialists. 
Patriot um, Front is, is we're now merging with Nambla. We are and the Boy Scouts of America, and we are happy. Yeah, to, yeah. and you know, and we're we're and and the Lincoln Project is 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 giving us some training in in uh, in man boy love and and uh, whatever you know minor attracted adults or whatever the and, bullshit and, and cooler is. decorations, right? <laughs> how, to, how to decorate your cooler properly, Ron? It almost sounds like you've taken apart organizations like this without ever touching them. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would Ron know about that? Ron, I, I don't, yeah, yeah. Ron doesn't know what congressional can. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Stop. I don't know. Maybe we just need to dress up as Patriot Front, and we could put a green screen behind us, and it would just be we're all at Epstein's temple. Maybe that. Would that's work. even better. That's maybe that. Terrible. Maybe that would work. Awesome. We, I love it. God, that's so bad. I don't know why we wouldn't just put ourselves right in the White House and be like. We have taken over. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ in heaven. I don't know, man. Maybe they'll come back on. And by come back on, I mean maybe they'll come on. Maybe so, Joe, you know, are you gonna, are you going to sit at the resolution desk and and have uh and have it like uh, a shot? Yeah, you know, like if it's a presidential address, and and then the camera pulls back, and and there you see Kamala's legs from underneath the desk. Oh you know? my God. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's got to be like a petri dish going on now. Oh, I'm not I, that interested in that. I, I took oh, micro. God, no. I took microbiology. Don't make. Don't fucking throw microbiology under the bus. <laughs> micro. Mike. Uh, Monkeypox is probably the least of our worries there. Probably not wrong. I mean, what if? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should start giving speeches of like the same red background, and I'll have Independence Hall as a green screen, but then instead of the Marines, I'll have Patriot Front on either side of me. That's hilarious. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> That's what I'll start running for. Maybe I'll run. Maybe I'll run for president. How young? How old do you have to be? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. I'm thirty-five. Yes. I can't run. You take your oath of office. I can't run. I can't run the next election. I'll run after that. I'll run for president. I don't give a shit. It'll work. Well, that brings up a good question. You know, the, uh, the you know, there was um, a couple of um, news items today about, you know, Clinton and other Democratic advisors, Clinton and f- former Clinton and Democratic advisors uh, worried that the, the, the red wave is actually going to be a deluge. I don't know if that's true or if they're just doing that to, you know, get more, you know, blue voters out there, whatever. But um, I mean, that brings up a point, you know, with with the ramp up of the rhetoric and this this worrisome of the uh, of the election um will there be an election yeah that's you know i'll point out someone's going around stealing guns from gun stores in ways which you never see in real life so that's also there may not be that's also true. you don't you don't see those kind of smashing grabs anymore in gun stores you really don't and we had three of them in detroit in 24 hours does somebody know that they need them in rather short order yeah so, but I feel like if you as really available need- as guns are in Detroit to actually do that signals a level of desperation. So De- devil's that are you saying that it's like an organic group or that it's like a false flag? No, I'm saying that they want to arm a large number of people almost immediately rather than going through their normal dark web channels Proper to get one well, what I, two guns. But even that, like again, just devil's advocate. I mean, if it's immediately and it's some and it is government backed. I mean, you would you wouldn't leave a footprint. You you just have a plane landing in the middle of the night with a bunch of guns from fucking no. These no, these guys just drove up. No, no, no. You wouldn't want to leave a marker like that. These guys just smashed through the front window. But I'll point out that um, those other shootings happened last week, and then 
yesterday there was some sort of a controversial shooting of a 16 year old by the police somewhere in middle of America. I'm not sure where, Hmm. but you know, has the word gone out that, Hey, this weekend we're going to rise up over this particular thing. And so these things happen. I I don't know. Yeah. I just find it odd. Nobody, nobody does bulk thefts of guns anymore because they're so available everywhere else. That's true. You got to wonder, and it's only a matter of time. There's got to be, it's going to be a thing, right? Where there's going to be a shooting with a 3d printed gun. That hasn't been a thing. Yeah. I mean, how about the, uh, the, uh, and I guess that one was made out of wood. Yeah, the, the ex-prime minister of Japan. That was like a weird... That was homemade. That wasn't 3D printed. <clears throat> that yeah, thing was that also was... kind of... I mean, all, all respect aside, that thing was kind of sick. Didn't have like eight barrels. A four or something. I had two barrels. I thought it was a lot more than that. It looked like something... I don't know. There's a lot of duct tape and bailing wire and shit. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm just, you know, again, like rest in peace, Mr. Abe. But I mean, that thing was sick. Just... I just think that... Put that uh, Christina Fernandez got pretty darn lucky uh, on the night of the speech oh, in Argentina. Man. That was but dude, dude had a squib load and, and saved her life. That gun man. was one inch from her face. Man. Oh, Didn't that happen several years ago somewhere in like no. Eastern Europe? Oh. Remember that? Remember, I'd go up and click, 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 and it didn't work and it got tackled. Do you remember that? Like 2015, that's the, 2016? That's the, this is the first one I remember seeing on film, but it was crazy. He's right. It was like, I mean, right there. And right there, the odds of getting saved a little puff by, of smoke and oof. yeah, the, the odds of getting saved by a squibber like you know one in like you know five million or something. Well, I don't know how cheap their ammo is. Shitty is. But, Didn't the guy but, who tried yeah. to kill Andrew Jackson have a double misfire? Didn't yeah, he go off with two revolvers? No, that, that was different. That was different calibers of guns. I mean, with like modern ammo and stuff like that, doesn't happen. God, you we know, need yeah. Andrew. We need. Can, can he be exhumed? Is that is that a crime to say we should exhume? president i don't want to fucking get arrested but i mean oh, they, no, they're gonna say you're trying to resurrect racism if you exhume someone like andrew jackson true i'm yeah. trying to i'm just trying to resurrect i'm trying to resurrect andrew jackson that's it that's <laughs> i'm just i'm trying to save the 20 dollars bill because of inflation but if we get andrew jackson we can get some of his dna do you think you could do like a i mean we're getting to a point with with biological growth and if protein protein folding simulations are becoming an information technology which itself grows exponentially getting to a point where is is Jurassic Park that far off to where could we or could we not no. resurrect Andrew Jackson? Because there is a double misfire on the guy that tried to kill him. Andrew Jackson then beat the shit out of him with his cane and was pulled off by his own men. And his last words were, I killed the bank. I mean, he looked at Wall Street. He looked at the the the, the bankers and he goes, uh, what, what's his quote? You are a den of vipers. And by the power of God, I will uh, I intend to rout you out. And by God, I will rout you out. And then the National Bank of the U.S. It was it was the first attempt at creating the Federal Reserve. Yeah, his last words were "I killed the bank." Right. Uh, Bring him back. But I'm going to tell you who who was even more badass was Teddy Roosevelt. He got shot and gave a speech while shot. Yeah. Wasn't there? Didn't someone write about him? They said death came and took him in his sleep, and uh, the Reapers lucky he was sleeping. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, it's I don't know, but. It's going to be something like that. It's going to be a 3D printed gun. Um, but then you have to question, like, they do seem very hellbent on, but I feel like you can do it because right now, let's say you have a someone shoots up from the right. Okay, so you have half the nation galvanized against the other half. Okay, that that that's effectively working if you want to tear the country apart. In terms of just sweeping laws, it seems like the move has always been 
false flag because you can you can galvanize a hundred percent of the people to do it. No, we didn't need to divide the nation after 9-11. Everyone was for the Patriot Act, or in theory, right? Yeah. And as bad yeah. as that thing is, and it's still going, it's still being extended. You didn't need that. You didn't need to galvanize half the country against the other half. You just had Pearl Harbor, right? But so the you whole do if you need one party rule. Yes, that's very true. And that's what they want. Single party rule. Yeah. I pointed that out that the night of that speech, um, multiple party elections ended there because he laid the groundwork and he laid it again today. He laid the groundwork to set aside any Republican win going forward by saying the Republicans are trying to steal your elections. Then over the weekend, they got a ruling um, from a congressional research service that said, hey, you actually can just declare people insurrectionists and not allow them to take office if they win, if they made any comment about January 6th that was supported. That was a little little blip in the news thing, but that's a bigger deal. That's mm -hmm. saying now that if Joe Kent does get elected, they can say, mm-mm, Joe Kent came out and spoke in favor of those people in jail, so he can't take office. Yep, give him the fig leaf and, of legality. Yep. And, and, and so this is a dangerous, dangerous thing. And that will be more of a tipping point than anything else. Yeah, that's that's insane. I mean, I rarely use Reddit because it's just such a, a, a cancer. But I did remember it was right after that Biden speech. And if you're ever going to go on to like our politics, you just immediately go to sort by controversial. It's the only yeah, it's been that way for 10 years. It's the only way you can <laughs> see what's really good. The only way you don't see the bootlicker shit is just sort by controversial. And the top one, the top controversial vote or comment was at like negative 600. And it was this dude and it said lifelong Democrat here and then enter. Can we not refer to people as like bugs or diseases because the last time this happened was in Germany mm -hmm. and he mm -hmm. was eaten alive. So that's kind of a, that's a little canary. Where even the idea yeah. of let's not go this way because of yeah. the literal Nazis that we claim they are, despite the fact that we're funding Azov Battalion, it's <laughs> what's torn apart. And it's the same Do thing every get time. Get me started on that. All it's right. the same thing every time. This time is different. It's the same. It's again. It's back to it's back to the the starting the concentration camps. Joe, what you said about ordinary men. Another great book. Uh, um. Masters of Death, the SS Einsatzgruppen by Richard Rhodes. He's the author of Making of the Atomic Bomb. I've had him on here a couple mm -hmm. times. World-renowned author. That book is horrifying because it's the same thing. You have your mindset about the Einsatzgruppen, the mobile death squads. And they right, they go around with vans and they'd... So, you know, the Germans would march through a territory. They would come in and then they would put all the... All the women and children and the elderly men inside like uh, vans and they'd gas them or they'd put them like Bobby Yar, Bobby Yar. They'd dig huge trenches and then execute them all. It was called a, um, was it shoot? Sh sh I can't remember, but it, it was a name for shoot him in the back of the head and then you plank them like sardines. Yeah. And if and the reason and the reason they had to create those groups is because the normal German soldiers, the Wehrmacht, refused to do that. They they <clears throat> they didn't want to. And so. And on that note, you go from there and you can look at their actual journals. This isn't some interpretation, their actual journals. And you can see from early on, they're talking about, yeah, so we executed these people yesterday and, you know, Bob went off into the woods and like drank himself and like killed himself because he couldn't live with what he did. And, you know, we're yeah. all, none of us can sleep with what we're doing. 
but they all start to finally go, this is bad. What we're doing is we're shooting women and children. These are not combatants, but they eventually for their own, I suppose, sanity. And I'm not trying to rationalize them. What I'm pointing out is what's so scary about it is eventually they'd go, this is bad. But if we don't kill these kids, our kids will be fighting them on the battlefields now. So now what they shifted is, and it's fucking maniacal. What they shifted is it's not us killing. It's how much do you love your wife and your kids, which is infinite, right? I'm not married. I don't have kids, but I would imagine it's, it's infinite. I look at how much I love my own family. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to have my own. And then it's, you'd do anything. You'd make any sacrifice, including I'll kill them. So my kids don't have to kill them or worse. They kill my kids. And that is what started to go. And as they went on, then you can see it start to morph to where we have to do this to where, and then over years, it's, there's not even a problem with it. We just do it. And then that's how they become the Einsatz grouping, the mobile death vans where they put the tube up from the exhaust to kill them. They started doing that and they realized that they were having like less guys with PTSD because you didn't have to shoot these kids. Nobody saw it. It was just bodies in the van. That is what led to, can we make this a little more efficient? How about we have centralized locations? That's what led to the gas chambers. We often have this, and this is what Rhodes points out. We have this misconception that it's almost a meme, right? Well, that's just the Germans being efficient. No, they did it to have less eyeballs on it, less men touching it. That's why we did it. Is so no one had to, it wasn't, it wasn't an assembly line for efficiency. It was, if you had them come in a train car, you only have what a conductor and a couple guards. All right. So you can greatly increase the ratio of prisoners to SS guys, throw them all in there, shave all their heads. You bring them into the showers, you shut the lid. So no one even sees them in the showers. They soundproofed them because everyone's normal. I think Himmler came and watched it and Himmler went and threw up. So they couldn't even handle it. So the thing is, is you put them in there. And then when you open it, they're dead bodies, but there's no blood. And then they'd have Sonder commandos, which were other Jews. They'd get benefits. They'd get extra bread and soup if they went and pulled the bodies out. So the entire creation of this thing started from, I have to do this so my kids don't have to do it. So now you dilute it and say it's out of love. And then you create the concentration camps, not mm-hmm. just for centralized death camps, but we have walls around everything. It's all compartmentalized. And then we have the Jews bury them and put them in. The Jews operated the ovens. And so the entire thing, it looks like they are just demons. These were dudes who convinced themselves that they're doing it out of love. And they even, they created the concentration camps out of love for their own brothers. I don't want you to have to go through what I went through killing these people. And when you look at that, when you look at that and then you see people commenting, this time's different. These are a bunch of anti-vaxxers. I'm trying to save grandma. Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. This is in, in 80 years. There's going to be a podcast. They're going to be going, did you know they actually didn't want to kill them? They thought it was because they were saving people from COVID and people are going to be, no, yeah. no they didn't. This is, yeah. This is a more common recurrence of human history than you would think. Mm-hmm. The majority of it. Yeah. 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 This, I yeah. mean, these are all steps to, uh, to genocide. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's how it's done. I mean, it's, it's exactly documented how stuff it's done. Dehumanization. I mean, if you go to the former Yugoslavia, happens. same thoughts, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, what's buried over there? Oh, those are a bunch of the Bosnian Muslims. Oh my God. Well, they're not really people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's a there's a story of one of the uh, Einsatzgruppen driving uh, driving one of the top uh, Nazi officials out, and they're going through this town where they had just killed thirty thousand uh, men and uh, women and children, 
and they're going like, oh, you did even because then they got really good, like burying the the ditches. So you couldn't even tell it happened. And it said that and this guy was, I think, had like, you know, when you walk into like like my own like kitchen, it's just set up the same. And like I realized like last night, I like shut the fridge too hard. And I like knocked like I have like a cooler on top of it and it shifted. And I walked in this morning and instantly looked at it. And it's like I saw the blue side instead of the white side. Your brain just kind of picks something up a little different. Apparently, this general had been to this town a million times. I don't know if he grew up nearby, but he was like looking around at the at the landscape. And he goes, what are these hills? And he goes, those are the gases. He goes, and the guy goes, here lie my 30,000 Jews. The earth was actually bubbling up with the graves of these people who mm-hmm. they killed because oh, we're looking yeah. after our own sons. The decomposition. Yeah. And that to me is so much scarier than just an evil guy with a mustache. We're going to kill them. They're not. It's so much scarier when it's like, I didn't even want to do it, dude, but I did it for my son. That's, that's terrifying. I mean, you know, Paul Pot, the Khmer Rouge, you know, took the Cambodians out into the jungle and just waxed them. Heck yeah. I mean, you know, and that, and Stalin takes his, uh, his people out into Siberia and they, they, they die in service to the state. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, Clay's absolutely spot on. Mengele's own journal, I, believe, I think it was Mengele, said, uh, the Jew is interesting because although it has two eyes and two ears, opposable thumbs, and even a primitive brain, it is not actually a human. That was in the top medical, Germany was a, a leader in medical innovation. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if a Rwandan wrote a medical book about two cities, he would say the same thing. I mean, I mean, I mean, just, I mean that's, that's the, we, we do that all the time. We have to dehumanize our, our, our enemy. You know, we, we don't, we don't call them Afghans or Iraqis. We call them ragheads or, or, or whatever, you know? And sure. it's, I mean, we, we do something to dehumanize them, to make them not seem like human beings. And yeah, they're, they're the enemy and yeah, they're trying to kill me and, and hurt my buddies and, and, and everything like that. So I'm going to try to do it to them first, but we, we do that to, I guess it gives us that emotional uh, wall to, you know, not realize or not acknowledge what, what we're doing. And, and uh, you know, it, and that's how we, you know, that's where PTSD and, and uh, you know, all that stuff erupts. Sorry, my dogs are erupting in the background. If you can hear it. That'd be the that's FBI. Cool. Right. Right. No, 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 first, no, no, I got to go. I'm- <laughs> No, no. If it was no, the it's... ATF, you wouldn't hear the dogs. Uh, oh, Jesus! Oh, <laughs> oh the, the dogs, the dogs would be chomping on them. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know, man. That's. Yeah, you start to do that. The human. I mean, Unit Seven Thirty One in Japan. They called uh, the Manchurians Maruto, which means mm-hmm. log. We're yeah. using logs for our experiments. Yeah. Oh, this log yeah. so came to Ebola. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we did it in Vietnam, you know, the slopes, the slant eyes, whatever, you know, sure. I mean, sure. Somalia, the skinnies. Yeah. 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 They're chewing. And they cat. really were high they're, Yeah. Yeah. Do you know one of my, my, it was descriptive, you know, do you know, uh, yeah, yeah. At least it was accurate. I mean, you know, but it's like, you can't lift an AK to shoot you higher than the kneecap. You'll be okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, I had on Mike Durant episode 95. So almost, oh, wow. 800 episodes ago and we're talking about his own uh accounting of it his book in the company of heroes and he talks very we all know the scene from the movie where he's you know stuck in his mp5 shoe and gordon are dead and he's firing and 
he calls the they, they called the MP5 the skinny popper, which I thought was funny. Was, whatever. I mean, I you know I'm not making light of war. It's horrible, but I like I like brought that up in the episode, and I was like, yeah, the skin. And he, and he talks about it in the book like very seriously. He's like, I think I killed that man, and like he doesn't say like I got him. He was like, that's when I realized like just how real this was. He goes, I think I killed that man, mm-hmm. and. uh so back when I believed that uh, that I was just if I crossed a thousand subscribers on YouTube, I could get monetized. I was like, it's only a matter of time. Like they're not gonna fucking jail ban me. Like fucking retard. <laughs> That's uh, no. The Nazis are really looking out for us. Like Shlomo. All right, buddy. But I put that on there and I tried to get an ad running on it, and uh, they they said that like it, it was I couldn't because I was inciting violence. And I said why? And they physically wrote back and they said the line about the skinny poppers, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, here's a guy, like, recounting his story. Like, one of the most harrowing, like, modern military stories. And they said, I was calling for violence. Hey, my first video, I got a notice from, from this, this was me being smart. My first YouTube video, I show a guy getting shot in the head by a cop. So, I, I started out on the wrong foot. <laughs> That's <laughs> one straight. He fumbled, he fumbled and I said really the cop right. was in the right. And Yeah. Oh, well. I, yeah, I mean, dude, I don't know. I don't know. So is there any like positive takeaway from this? Again, I don't, I, I, I back my, it's, it really is like, it really is like my own like mental break as I just find myself arguing with myself. I'll start the episode and be like, I'm going to be the devil's advocate. Like there's a happy way out of this. And an hour later, it's like, it's all fucked. They think they're doing the right thing. <laughs> we're going to end up in the Bobby Yar pits. And this I is don't even know what day drinking when this is done. Yes. Yeah. I think I'd be a great politician. Yeah, There's no true. accountability. I can, like, with fervor, argue opposing points less than an hour apart. Maybe I just need to accept that and just go become a DC whore. Well, there so, you go. Hey, well. um, yeah. So it wouldn't be me if I could be the white AOC. I could, I, well, goddamn right, go. I could be. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just as hot as her, bro. Just as hot. You need stop, boobs. Though. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> so it wouldn't be me if I didn't do it this way, right? Uh, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to go with the tactical wisdom, biblical aspect. So there's two the books, things. The, the links to the books of tacticalism will be in the description on Amazon. Uh, You're welcome. Absolutely. Um, so in Judges 6, there's a guy named Gideon, and their country's been invaded and overrun by the Midianites. And they're just literally oppressing them, killing people in the streets, yada, yada, yada. And an angel appears and says, Gideon, you're going to lead the army that's going to fight these guys. You're going to overthrow the oppressor. Stop me if this sounds familiar. Uh, so Gideon says, yeah, but like we all do, shouldn't somebody else do it? And, and if, if you were really an angel of God, why did God let this happen? Why didn't he send someone else? That's where we are right now. We're all at the wedding. The angel mm-hmm. replies, am I not sending you? There's a conviction there for all <laughs> of us, right? We have to do this ourselves. We can't wait for a white knight, as Don uh, Don the Pleb says, the white knight on a big white horse with a big white sword is going to come and save us all. It's not going to happen that way. Uh, and and the, the the last piece I'll throw from the Bible is James 5, 17. It says this, or 4, 17. It says this, if a man knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it, that counts as sin for him. So we know the good we ought to be doing right now. It is not allowing our children to go to drag shows. We ought to be opposing that violently. And I don't care what they say. We should be. And we're not. And I think uh-huh. we need to understand they're sending us and we need to do what we should do. So, the FBI is literally behind you, Ron. 
Oh, All that's right. no, that's 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 the sink house. <laughs> Wait, is is that Patriot Front? Is, you got the guys show up this week? Stop. Ron's They're here to deliver his shield and his in his uh, in his hoodie. Ron, Ron's been <laughs> on the inside hoodie. the whole time. Jesus well, God. according to according to some podcasters, I am I am the resident Fed glowy. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> there's only there's only two glowies ever to be in touch with this podcast. The first was a guy that emailed me, I think, right after I interviewed Dale the, for the first time. Right, Dale's youngest ever member of Delta Force Ground Branch, and somebody emailed me. They're like, "Dude, I love your podcast. It got me fired up." I was like, "Cool, man. Thanks. Like, thanks for subscribing." He was like, "But I think you need to stop talking. And now that you've got like a system of warriors, you need to actually physically meet up." And I was just like. <laughs> all right dude and that hey, can i bring you a homemade silencer to give you on camera <laughs> yeah 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 and then we can smoke some crystal meth and talk about how bad that you know all right buddy speaking but, of dale whatever whatever happened with his uh um, the situation yeah in, in, at, at los angeles airport uh, still working on it. it's going well uh talked to him on actually two days ago about it okay good. Going, going very it's going very well yeah, okay, we're, we're gonna fucking win. That's and Dale looks you in the eyes and goes, "I'm a fucking win." I'm like, "I know you are. I'm not. You don't need to tell me that." <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know how to lose. Dale's getting jacked <clears throat> up. He's like, "Tom, I'm telling you, I'm like, Dale, you don't need to convince me of anything. I don't know why you're like, <laughs> you need to convince me of anything." This is the first uh, side story. First time I ever had Dale, and he called me the next day at like, like, like midnight because he lived in Bali at the time, and he was like, and he was like, you know how like he's like, he's like, you know, guns are a lot like landmines, and I was like. You know, in bed, and I'm like, Dale, and he was like, guns are a lot like landmines. He's like, they're easy produced, they're cheap, and you can disseminate them over a physical area, and it causes uh, it it leads to a denial of uh, occupancy by a foreign nation. And I was like, that's that's really good, man. I was like, thanks for, again for coming on my podcast. Like, what are we talking about? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Um, but yeah, no, yeah, Dale always gets jacked up, and I'm like, you don't need to explain shit to me, Dale. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, I yeah. think I got in three words when I was on the podcast with him. Yeah, no, Dale, Dale, Dale's a Dale's a fucking. I got to shoot a, a mod deuce with Dale, and I was like shooting. It was just, it was like going through the metal targets. I was yeah. like, and I was like, that's so fucking cool. And I'm like, I was like, did body armor stop that? And he goes, no. And I was like, Hummer. And he goes, no. I go up armored Hummer. And he goes, no. It was like maybe an MRAP. And, I, and, I, and it's on video. And I go, I'm sitting there, and I go, so I can. This is probably pretty useful for when you need it. And he just looks at me and goes, what? Like, of course it is. Why else would we have a 50 cal? But you just see me like, oh, a gun is probably good if you're not, you can't actually punch him. He's just looking at me like, what did I, why did I fight for this kid? But, <laughs> but the point is, fucking, I don't know why Dale keeps, maybe like, I'm like a lap dog. I'm like, I think, a you're, obs- I think you're obsessing. I think you're a fanboy. I love Dale. I'm yeah, famous for fanboy Dale. action, bro. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. meet meet Dale and tell me you're not a fan. You're oh, fucking... I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Dale's but I just want to make sure when you when you're firing the mod deuce and were you were you were you grabbing the, the butterfly uh, you know triggers or or were you going down lower and grabbing, you know, the, the Tommy Johnson? I don't know. I I know I did it how he showed me. So I was like sitting down with my feet. Okay. And you All put right. the thumbs on the... Oh wow, there you go. Yeah. Did, like did a... he teach you machine gun math too? And about timings? No. no he, just, just said, he just said, shoot forward. Don't like aim it backwards. And I was like, no. Dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was like, it's like, you know, where you like play with a cat and you like put your hand under a blanket and start moving it. You know how their eyes just go black? I don't know if you've ever seen yeah. that. You can see like the yeah, primitive yeah. thing comes out. 
Dale, style it. Yeah. Yeah. Dale, I mean, but I mean, just like, like a shark that Dale gets on it and just, you know, kind of quiet, soft spoken the whole time he gets on it. He goes, doo, 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 and you just see this like vein appearing in his head and he goes, die commies. Doo, 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 and starts shooting the tracers. <laughs> You're going through trees and shit. And I, was, I was like, this is fucking awesome. But to pivot from there, I mean, even Dale's not giving up. And that's, like you said, it's, it's you know, not in our nature, his or ours. Yeah, it's it's and whether it's what Joe said. I mean, I think that's what Joe Dolio said, but I, I think that was like one of Kent's original things was like, send me, oh Lord, stop looking around and going, who else right. would do it? And it's, hey, shouldn't someone, shouldn't you be sending someone who can do it? And it's like, why do you think I'm tapping on your shoulder? Well, and it's like, you know, uh, in Joe Kent's very first video that he, when he announced his candidacy for Congress, he, uh, he quoted, you know, that famous, you know, send me thing that, you know, all of us in, in special ops of, you know, everybody's adopted it. No, it's my Bible verse, not yours. But, yeah, uh, right. but he, uh, but he said something, you know, if, if, if not, if not me, then who yeah. you, and he looks right at the camera and he, he's basically challenging you to like, you know, shit or get off the pot. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, yeah, I mean, that was a strong opening and, and he's, you know, continues to do good things yeah and if yeah i mean if if that guy hasn't succumbed to just nihilism that i don't think any i really don't think anyone else has an excuse they can't yeah they can't. Uh, i mean the other thing i think that that you know i mean joe's been a very strong individual since you know he joined the army and, and the regiment and then you know the um, and then sf and then the special ops community and so on but I, I think when he uh, when he was in Dover, and he was you know alone with with Shannon's casket, and uh, you know he was mourning, and uh, suddenly there's a you know the way he describes it in this one uh, podcast he there there's a, a knock on the door and and uh, and Trump pokes his head in and says Joe, can I talk can I talk with you can I can I sit with you, I mean, and I think that helped galvanize Joe he he suddenly realized what 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 it was all about i mean not that he didn't know what it was all about but what there was things bigger than than him than shannon than you know his his loss and joe you can kick my ass you know if, if you hear this and you think i'm totally effed up but uh and i think he suddenly realized that 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 trump represented something you know that you know a a remedy to fix what what ails this country mm-hmm. and it's it's been ailing us you know for what 50 60 years and you know he and that's why he took up the uh the crucible to uh i had to throw in crucible for the marines area okay so and uh, yeah look at that you know, yeah yeah you know i i've expanding my vocabulary now i'm going to use for most of us the crucible is not a pleasant memory but 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 carry on <laughs> well thank you yeah that's all right you know, uh you know i mean in the air force it was like you know you got to bowl at least a 200 otherwise you had to repeat basic training so <laughs> I've, I've had such a wildly different life than all of you because to me crucible is from organic chemistry it's a in yeah got never mind i'll shut up <laughs> so so when he's done with his podcast he's going to go back to his fentanyl lab you know and start crushing it up and you know if i knew how to fucking make fentanyl i wouldn't be doing a podcast jesus christ my name would be tom Jun lee and i'd be living in shanghai filling up little boats with fentanyl oh, you know you'd be living on epstein's island going yeah boy did i get some 
absolutely would. That was an idea for a podcast I had was to uh, cover the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. But because the author's dead, I just discuss it and never once mention. But I want to get like in a dinghy and do the podcast just in the waves with the, the temple behind me. And just go through win friends and influence people. <laughs> I told my mom that, and she said, "Please don't." And I said, "Okay." And so, respect you, mom. Um, but Clay, we'll let you close this one out. Closing thoughts uh, on this? How? How? I mean, all you know, doom and gloom we've talked about. But, yeah, man. You know, hey, look, the, the doom and gloom is part of the uh, the realization that you know you point your head at the sand, you see things are going to be bad. That doesn't mean that we can't win. We are going to win. But that's that's how. I mean, that's how it has, you don't need to take the black pills, but you need to realize, okay, it's going to suck for a little bit and then we're going to be okay. Yep. But, uh, you know, you brace yourself for the suck part and then you keep yourself going with the, we're going to win part. And that's how you, that's how you look at it, but that's the only way forward. Yeah. It's, it's, yep. it's like, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of like checking your own ego. Yeah. You got to go, do I really think in all of human history, I'm being served up the dish that can't be handled. And not point. not just like not point. just like I'm stronger, but like you think you're that important. It's like there's a there's a there was a guy, uh, Terrence McKenna, who I love. He's this ethnobotanist philosopher. He died back in 2000. Just psychedelic guy, and he created this whole theory of like how the world works, and uh, it's called time wave zero or something. He's trying to make it with math and whatever. But it it the biggest criticism was is like the creation of the universe was on his birthday. I think his brother goes, <laughs> I think his brother goes, Terrence, this is the only time I got to tell you, like, are you sure this isn't a little, a little in your own head? Like, it's kind of, it's kind of ironic when you get to that point. That's how I try to look at it. I go, so he's the Timothy Leary of your generation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I look at it and I go, I go, is that, am I really at the point that it, it can't, I mean, all from, from fucking swinging from trees to the agricultural revolution, to the pyramids, to written language, to, to flight, to napalm falling out of the sky, to the, to the internet. I'm just, I've come up to bat and it's the unwinnable game. Wait a minute, what a lucky cop out. What a, what, what a, what a, what a perfect way to launder my own pussification to go. Can't be done. Can't and be you done. can solidify and you can solidify that pussification by driving solo in your Prius wearing a mask. No, wearing a double mask. With a with a shield. Double. Patriot. With, you gotta have and, at least and a, and a five hanging from the rear view. Yes. Yeah. And and a and a Lloyd Austin memorial face shield. Yeah. Right. Pa- Patriot fucking Patriot Front. Is there a coincidence that Patriot Front begins with PF and so does Pfizer? I don't think so. I don't know what their connection would be, but I'm calling it my, now. I'm calling it now. Board right now. I'm put. I'm calling it right now. They're funded by Pfizer. They are a paramilitary elite team for Pfizer. I don't. Hey, I haven't quite fleshed out this conspiracy. I'll need I, to make. Oh, it I know oh, you oh, looked oh, it up, Clay. Was I wrong about the flag in Ohio? No, man, you were totally right. That's that's <laughs> insane. That is absolutely. I didn't because I've never been. You know, I didn't even know Ohio had a flag. But uh, well, now I do. This, but yeah. <laughs> Wait, they're an elite paramilitary organization. Oh my god, I'd like <laughs> we're gonna be just fine. We're gonna go. no, I, I, I said CIA, not CIA, Pfizer funded paramilitary. That I said elite, yeah, you, you did say elite. Well, I don't know, roll the videotape. Well, I guess in terms of people who've been with myocarditis, they've got to be pretty elite. So I don't know, <laughs> gotta you, if you can't get better than everyone else, might as well destroy their hearts so you can be better, right? Why get better when you can just lower the playing field? They're a, they're a they're a wing of Pfizer. I'll make that. I'll I'll take that slander to court. That that will be good for my. Podcast. I like that one. 
I like a that high one. profile fight with me and Pfizer. Watch, neither one's gonna deny it. Ooh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, that's all I got. Takeaways from this podcast is uh go get tactical wisdom, prairie fire. We are gonna win. It's probably gonna be dark for a while. And um stay positive. And yeah, you're not the one person in human history that you've been served up the toughest game. You, it is not. I'm sure everyone in human history has probably felt that. And then they all grab their balls and go, fuck off, just keep working. So right on with that, gentlemen, thank you so much. I'll put the links to all your Twitters in the description. Go follow them. They're fucking hoot. And um, until next time, much love. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Jordilio, Ron Moeller, Clay Martin. Thank you so much, everybody. God bless America. Stay